You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Launching kids into the world is no joke, whether you're sending your kid to kindergarten or off to college. Some days we wonder if we're doing anything right. One thing is for sure, we all want to do it well. Hi, I'm Jamie, mom of four. And I'm Lisa, mom of three. We're here to help and encourage you in your parenting journey. Never perfect, always honest, and in the trenches with you. We're experienced, but not experts. You ready? Let's Let's launch. So I remember when my daughter was in elementary school. And I was sitting at my desk working and she came up to me and she said very innocently, mom, I wish you weren't one of those worker moms. This has happened at my house. Has it really? uh Okay. This already makes me feel better. Yeah. And I said, what do you mean? She said, well, you know, mom, you've never been a room mom for me. So she had to have been older elementary yeah. school where she realized that there's been a there's been a trend here and yeah. that's been you not in my classroom. Yeah. And oh man, the dagger went through my heart, of course, because here I am, the worker mom guilt, mom mm-hmm. guilt, of course. We talked about that season one. But I I think one of the struggles that I've had, and I think everyone can relate to in some way, is the juggle of managing time mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, I have a job, I have a passion, or I have multiple kids. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be various issues within this issue of managing time. Yeah. And one of the things that I did when my kids got a little bit older, I realized very quickly, oh, okay, I have three. So there's, there's, only two hands here, but even then, like it it just gets busy and crazy and they all have needs and, Mm -hmm. and I want to pour into all of them. I realized, okay, I'm going to need to spend some individual time with each of them. And so I had this thing that I did when they turned, I I guess when they got to be in the eighth grade, they each got to go with me for a day trip to Disney. So I took each of them with me to a day trip to Disney because one, their dad cannot stand Disney. Uh-huh. So he didn't care a bit about the trip. Yeah. And my best friend lives in the Orlando area. So we were going to stay with her, but it was just kind of a fun thing for us to hop on this plane. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I know that's kind of an exorbitant trip. Not everybody can do that, but it was the idea of like spending some individual time with them doing something really cool with mom. Yeah. And, I I don't know if they would say this. I think they would because we've, we've brought up conversations like, Mom, do you remember the time? But for me, it marked a really special moment where we got to bond in mm-hmm. a unique way, just yeah. us for that sort of day trip yeah. or whatever. So time is really tough when you have more, even if you just have one child, yep. it's really difficult. What has it been like for you with, managing your time as a really busy woman 
and yeah, all of the things for kids, all the things. You know, you told that story about Shay saying, well, yeah. "Why wouldn't you? Be, I don't like you being a working mom." Yeah. And um, I had I've had some similar moments, and one, my child was very much in middle school, and I said, "Do you wish that I would have been like like a homeroom mom or whatever?" And they said, "Yes, I do." Mm. And in that moment, my husband was in the kitchen, too. And I could tell he was like, don't go there, Jamie. Don't do it. <laughs> You're going to hurt fine. your own feelings. <laughs> yes, yes. And in that moment, I was very proud of myself because this is after a lot of years and a yeah. lot of, like, talking to Jesus and yeah. working on this. But I was able to say, like, you know what? That would have been fun. But God had me over here, you yeah. know, working. And those have been some hard conversations and some hard things. And I also... You know, I think that I was thinking about time management. I was like, this is across the board for parents. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a stay-at-home mom. It doesn't matter if you're a two-family income. It doesn't matter if you have one kid or 12 kids. Like, it is just a thing of Mm -hmm. trying to figure out how are we going to get all of this in. And so this is a conversation that's for everyone. And I had almost really different in some ways, but a lot of similar struggles when I was a stay-at-home mom Yeah. versus when I was, you know, a mom who worked outside the home. When I had little kids in preschool versus now having kids in high school, it looks different, obviously, but still having to figure that stuff out. And so, man, practically a couple things we have, now that all my kids are in high school, we have this family calendar. It is so antiquated, okay? (laughs) Like, I'm a digital girl. I'm a digital calendar. I have tried and tried and tried to get my kids to join my Google calendar. They won't do it. What is it about it? They won't do it. And I'm like, you guys, if you just type it in here, it pops up on my screen. Right. They won't do it. Yeah. So now we have a calendar with a pencil that hangs (laughs) in our kitchen and everyone writes their work schedules. Everyone writes their practice schedules and just little things like that of trying to figure it out. For me, um, I would say in the last probably five or six years, have I really gotten to where like, oh, I work full time outside the home. And time management looks a little bit different because what it looks like for me actually is like managing my yeses and my nos. Mm. And so if I were to say yes to everything I wanted to say yes to, I would have zero time for anybody. Yeah. Zero time for myself. Yeah. And so for me, trying to juggle and figure out what deserves a yes and what deserves a no. And honestly, Lisa, the thing that gets the most no's as the older my kids get and mm-hmm. in this last stage of parenting, parenting them are my friends. Mm-hmm. Same. And I I have for, for a long time that really bothered me, but mm-hmm. I have come to grips with it that it is a season. Yep. And guess what, guys? In four years when story's gone, I can have dinner with you or happy hour most days of the week, okay? Yeah. <laughs> because I'll have nothing else to do. But it just, for me, time management is like yeses and nos right now. That is so good. I mean... Honestly, when you said that about what gets the most nose right now is friends, that actually something inside of me, it 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 it, 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 I, it kind it of feels felt, bad. No, well, actually, I want to I wanted to say the opposite. It actually filled me with a little bit of relief mm. because I feel guilty a lot that I can't pour into female friendships like I want to. Yeah, not right now. Right, because. I truly love my friends. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard because sometimes they don't understand exactly what I do because who would? It's weird. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you understand. Yeah. But, you know, the I guess in in a way it, it makes me appreciate the ones that I do have mm-hmm. that really can hang with me in this very weird yeah. thing that I do in season of life. Yeah. But you're right. You do have to make choices. 
And sometimes that's really tough. That's why, you know, when you get this message from the world, it's like you can do it all. No, actually, really, you can't. Right. Something will suffer. There's always a price. We talked about this off air recently. It's like in every work scenario, don't be fooled into thinking there won't be some kind of price tag because there will be in every decision. There's a price Mm -hmm. tag, even though at the time that might feel like, oh, that's not really very costly. Yeah, there always will be. And so. We don't want the cost to be to our family. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's that would be terrible, yeah. right? You know, time management now with four kids and working outside the home is one thing. But can you and I transport ourselves back 15 years <laughs> yeah. to little kids? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So going back to little kids, I often thought, I don't know how I can get all these kids places. And I don't mean toddlers. I mean like elementary. They're playing baseball. They're doing dance. Middle school is the worst. Middle, middle school. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Because they practice at 530 in the morning. Yeah. I mean, you know. And so I remember those seasons of really feeling like I can't get this myself under control here. Like this is a lot. When I think back, and I want to ask you when I think back, what are some things that really helped is number one, I became really okay with asking for help. Yes. And so one of the best things that I ever did, I give this advice to everyone who basically has kids in middle school, because I remember when my kids were in middle school, I could not, if our family was ever going to be together at night, we had to hire someone to travel, travel. We had to hire someone to pick people up from practice. Yeah. This is how, this is how far it went. Four kids. Mm Mm-hmm. Or else I would be gone every night picking up kids for practice. So we hired a high school girl, and Mm. they would come pick up the kid for practice at 530, bring them home at 730, and I never left my house. Smart. Isn't that brilliant? It is brilliant. I I could not love that more. I think the other thing is that comes to my mind is in those decisions – you have to be comfortable with your kids being inconvenienced too. Mm-hmm. Like they may want it all this one certain way, but you as the parent know that the bigger goal here, right, right, is is are things that the kids aren't going to know all the time. Yeah. So while they're like, "Oh, mom, I really don't want to do this," or "Can you do this for me?" I, I think one thing, and I love my mother. My mother is amazing. But one thing she did for me when I was younger that I, I thought. I don't want to do this for my kids is she would not ever want to inconvenience me to the point where it was like, if I wanted to be dropped off at home and it was out of the way, she'd be like, okay, I'll go drop you off at home. (laughs) And I'm telling you, Jamie, when I had kids, I was like, uh, no, no. <laughs> if it's out of my way, I'm not dropping you off at home. Now, right. my mother is a much sweeter person than yeah. I am, I will concede. Uh-huh. But I think in that, though, time management, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, if we accommodated our kids every need, whim, Terrible. desire, let's, I mean, desire, yeah. if we accommodated their every desire, we would be terrible with yeah. this time management thing. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our home would be in disarray and every kid has a different need, desire, whatever. And so we are the managers of the time management of the entire household. Yes. So sorry if you're inconvenienced, dude, but like this, we've got another kid at play. Right. And we've got, this, you know, if you have multiple children, all these yeah. other things. Hey, y'all, it's Jamie, and I don't know if you know this or not, but I attended a Christian college. In fact, I graduated from Houston Baptist University, and I really loved being at an institution where faith was integrated into our learning. And now, of my four kids, one is already in college, two are really close, and we're looking at colleges, and then one is coming up the line. But if you have a student with college on the horizon, I want to tell you about Find Your Christian College. 
When you visit findyourchristiancollege.com, you can explore more than 200 Christian college options through the school search engine. You can filter the search based on things like size or location, majors, and athletics. Find Your Christian College collaborates with hundreds of Christian high schools, colleges, and universities across North America to promote Christian higher education. You can also find and register to attend one of over 125 in-person Christian college fairs across the U.S., These fairs take place every fall and spring. And if you can't travel, there's virtual Christian college fairs as well. Find out more at findyourchristiancollege.com slash launch. That's findyourchristiancollege.com slash L-A-U-N-C-H. As a parent of a teen and also a young adult, but my teen daughter, I'm constantly looking for resources to help her grow in her faith and make it her own. At my house, Light Speaks Loudest is one of my favorites. The Light Speaks Loudest team creates quarterly subscription boxes specifically to help teen girls better love themselves, others, and God. My daughter's story is 15, and her and I both love Light Speaks Loudest because their boxes are full of authentic and trendy items like devotionals, journals, self-care items, and other accessories to encourage girls. She loves getting mail that is just specifically for her, and I love what's in the box that's just specifically for her. Each season has a unique theme designed around relevant, important topics like body image, friendship, rest, purpose, kindness, and so much more. Plus, they support at least one teen business in every single box. I say it all the time. It is a tough time to be a teen girl right now with everything that our teenagers are facing from mental health struggles to peer pressure to loneliness to trying to understand their identity in Christ. And I'm really grateful as a mom to have Light Speaks Loudest as a partner in the process of helping my daughter and all the girls that they work with navigate these challenges with hope. You guys, if you also want to give your teen girl in your life a gift that's both authentic and fun, visit lightspeaksloudest.com. You can learn all about their subscription options. You can become a member today. You can get 10% off your first subscription box when you use promo code Jamie10. That's lightspeaksloudest.com. Use promo code Jamie, J-A-M-I-E, 10. I think another thing for me, Jamie, if I would flash back 15 years, I would say I needed to know that not every system that works for someone else is going to work for me. So good, yeah. I mean, I love systems, programs. I mean, Crystal Payne's going to be on Uh and she's brilliant at these things. And we need a Crystal Payne to tell us and help us. But I also think that for a lot of us, we get so caught up in like, I've got to do this regimented right. thing and the uh-huh. calendar's got to look this mm-hmm. way. And like, you wish you had the Google calendar system with the, with the family, but they're not on board with that. So you've got this sort of, <laughs> you know, very makeshift stuff going on with a pencil, right? Yep. Because that's what works for your family. Like, at least you're getting things down on paper. Right. right. So I think even though we have this idea of what this needs to look like time management wise what's actually working in your house yeah exactly and that's what i've had to come down to whether it be when my babies were little and how are they sleeping Mm -hmm. like sure this is what the books tell you but what's working what's getting you sleep man and or or what's going on in your time management you know with your kids in middle school Mm -hmm. this is what would work on paper but like what's actually working to get you guys where you need to go and everybody having harmony yes so harmony i I would harmony isn't that a good word so yeah i would say don't get so caught up 
in what works in a system that you think you should be doing or what works in this person's household over here that's working really well for them. Yeah, yeah. That may not work with your family dynamic. Totally, totally. And so don't get, don't get overwhelmed with that. I had to figure that out for sure. And another thing I remember as different seasons, different kids' ages, different work style, all the things, is I had to figure out what I was going to – remember I said yes and no to, yeah. like, what I was going to do. But I had to figure out yes and no's inside the house as well. Yes. Like, am I going to be okay that – I only do laundry on Mondays. Mm. And if it doesn't work, then that's how it goes. And I had to like be okay with that and let it go. I also train my kids to do their laundry yeah. real, real early because your mom works outside the home. I cannot be doing your laundry yeah. every single week. There's a lot of us in this house. Um, so I even had to figure out what am I okay with? And a lot of that comes down to comparing yourself to other women yeah. and comparing yourself to other households is like, are we okay with this? And what does this look like? Uh, what are our values? So a value at our house is family dinners. Mm. And so when I think about time management, um, you know, a girlfriend texted me the other day and it was like 530 and she's like, can I text you back? We're just having dinner. And I thought to myself, my kids aren't even home. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, this is a time management thing of like, we're eating dinner at eight o'clock at night. Yeah. Not because I want to, because that gives me indigestion at night, <laughs> but because that's when the family all arrives home. Right. And that's a value for us. Yeah. And so just even time management in that way is a value. Another thing that we had to think through with younger kids, with having so many, I mean, it's one more than you. But I figure once you get to three, it's a lot. So four kids. Four seems like 400 to me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but we had to figure out what does it look like to allow our kids in extracurricular activities with mm. time management. Yes. Oh, that's. And, so and every family has to decide that for their own self. You know, like for us, we didn't value um, competitive select sports. And so we just decided that's not a value for our family. So if you're going to play professional baseball, God's going to have to work a new way because <laughs> it's not going to be through summer league. Yeah. Um, but that was a time. It was literally a time thing for us. That's what it was. Yeah. Is we had to decide for our family what is important and what can we let go and that we could let go. Now, mm. my kids could come in here and say I ruined their careers, but <laughs> I don't think I did. No, absolutely not. I also think that, you know, one of the things that we have this false belief system about is that if we that we need to do everything for right. our kids. Ooh. And here's the thing, Jamie, how much time does that cost us? A lot. Because in our minds we think like, okay, I need to do this for the kids and and, and other moms are doing this for their kids. That's the guilt thing. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that you're talking about there too with yeah. the laundry, right? Uh -huh. The truth is, and I now that I have older children, and now that I realize the skill sets they need in life, and when they're when their spouse now is looking at you going, uh, <laughs> "Did you train them well?" Because right. now I'm married to them, uh -huh. so you know, you realize that the way that we actually do our kids a disservice is to do all of those mm -hmm. things for them. Yeah. So do yourself a favor if you're if you are drowning in all of the things you're doing for the kids, and you're oh my goodness, and this and that. Do yourself and your children a favor, and that is allow them to do things for themselves so that they learn how to do those things, yeah. those skills, and you will give yourself more time. Now, in the beginning, I was going to say, it's it's rough, rough it, in, the beginning. in the beginning, you have to teach them. Yeah. It's like in anything uh -huh. where you have to train, yeah. and on the front end, that takes a little bit of extra time, mm -hmm. um, but 
in the end, it's worth it. It's so worth it. And even, and it will buy you back some time. Yeah. And that is precious time that you need. Yeah. Now, every once in a while, I'll do a kid's laundry. I mean, just like, <laughs> I'm feeling so nice today. Yeah. I'm going to go do a load of laundry for Mom you. Mom of the year. Yes. And it's a big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal. And they're super grateful because I have taught them to do that. I think that the thing that this all boils down to is that like, Time is a consistency that we do have a little bit of control over. Not that we can get back or go ahead or whatever, but there are some things in regards to time that we do have control over. Lots of things we don't have control over. But for me, I think the things I do have control over, how do I use those things to empower my family, to empower my gifts, to really be able to do the things that God asked me to do right where I am in the season I'm in. So I want to manage my time well or else you don't ever get it back. Anxiety and depression are hard enough for adults to deal with. They're really incredibly hard for our children to deal with them as well. I've said it before, us IVs, we are very, very much big fans of counseling. If you are a parent like me and you've seen your kids have to struggle with some mental health issues, I want to introduce you to Foundations Family Therapy and their online courses. Foundations Family Therapy is a group practice of licensed therapists who have created self-paced, video-based courses for topics like parenting young, anxious children. Their team understands that sometimes therapy is not attainable in the season of life that parents are in, and it can also be hard to find a therapist. So these courses are a great resource for getting some professional guidance. Three of their most popular courses include From Surviving to Thriving, Beating the Worry Monster, and Combating New Parent Anxiety. All of their content is created from a Christian perspective and led by a licensed marriage and family therapist. You'll get video teachings, print resources, activities to practice, and next steps for thriving. Foundations Family Therapies courses include eight therapy sessions worth of information and are offered for the price of just one therapy session. Launch listeners can get 20% off any of these online courses. Visit foundationsft.com slash courses. Use the code LAUNCH for 20% off any of their online courses. I want to tell you something that our family uses to help with healthy boundaries around technology and most importantly, to stay present during family time. We love family time at our house. And what I know to be true is that our time is limited. We want to reclaim our time and establish healthy tech habits for our kids and our family. 90% of the time that we have with our kids occurs before they're 18. I'm living that life right now. And we know that our screen time is the biggest battle in most families today. I want to tell you about Aro. Aro is a whole family solution that aligns our actions with our intentions. Aro is a technology solution for our technology dependence that combines the power of a motivational habit forming app with the beauty of a defined place for our smartphone. So they have an app that's going to keep track of the habits that you're taking to spend time away from your phone. And they have a really, really great box. It sits on our kitchen counter where you can all place your phones in them so they can all be away from you during family times. Things like family dinners. Hey, we're all going to put our phones up. Aro is an invitation to be intentional. It's a visual cue to put down your phones, to track and measure your time away while you do what's truly important. What happens is you'll put your phone away. You'll not even remember that you put it away. You'll have time with your family. And then you have an app that helps you see how much time you spent off your phone. It's a way to instill pride in your behavior, a pat on the back for a job well done, and a true invitation to the things that we all say actually truly matter. If you lean into Aro, it will change your family life and culture. Check out Aro at GoAro.com. That's G-O-A-R-O.com. Get one month free off of either an annual or a two-year Aro membership when you use the code LAUNCH. 
Our expert for this conversation is an obvious one, Crystal Payne. She's actually known online as the money-saving mom. She has a new book out called The Time-Saving Mom. She's a wife. She's a mom to six. She hosts the Crystal Payne Show podcast, and she is a New York Times bestselling author. Crystal says her desire is to help women across the globe live with more joy, purpose, and intention in their everyday lives. Here's Crystal Payne as our expert. My name is Crystal Payne, and there are a few things that stood out to me about Jamie and Lisa's conversation. First off, I loved what Lisa said about doing what works for you. I cannot stress this enough, and I wrote a book called The Time-Saving Mom, and I share lots of practical strategies and systems and rhythms that work for our family and some ideas of ways to make it work for you. But I always encourage you, what is working for your family? We can spend so much time second guessing and psychoanalyzing. Well, should I be doing that? Or what about that? Or that's working for her. What about that? But if what you're doing is working well or working decently, there's no need to change it. Do what works for you. Because one of my mantras is what would make it easier? And sometimes just sticking with what is already working and just getting in that groove and staying with that groove Do that and do it confidently instead of constantly, you know, really spending a lot of extra time and energy that you don't have in the first place. Just, you know, trying to think, should I be doing something differently? I also loved how Jamie talked about every season has challenges. Y'all, I have an 18-year-old down to an eight-month-old, and I can attest to this. I am straddling a lot of seasons, but I've had different seasons throughout my life, and every season has had its struggles and challenges. And I think sometimes we can look ahead and think, well, Once my kids are potty trained, once they're in kindergarten, once they are teenagers, you know, whatever, then I'm going to have more time. Then life is going to be easier. And I'm here to tell you that life will be easier in some respects, probably, but there's also going to be other things that will be harder. And so today is what you have. Don't live life just longing for the future and miss out on the beauty of today. Jamie talked about that recognition of that she works full time and how that changes how she approaches life and it changes how she approaches and it changes how she approaches time management. And I think this is so true. I remember when I first realized, you know what? I am a work at home mom, not a stay at home mom. That needs to change the way that I really view life. And I'm not going to be able to do what another mom who is a stay-at-home mom does. I can learn from her. I can be inspired by her, but I'm not in her shoes. I'm not actually in anyone else's shoes, no matter what, even if she is a work-at-home mom. But to just own the season that we're in, own the calling that God has given to us, and to recognize our limitations. And so as a work-at-home mom, that means that I'm going to have to structure my life and my mindset differently. And both Jamie and Lisa were having the conversation about managing our yeses and our noes. And one of the questions that I love to ask is, what is going to matter in 25 years from now? That really puts a lot of perspective on a lot of things. And it helps me to recognize that there's so much that doesn't matter, so much that I can get hung up on, so much that I can worry about, so much that I can stress about, that if I zoom the lens out, and look in light of my entire life and the end of my life, 
is this thing going to matter? If it's not, then I don't want to spend a lot of time stressing over it, worrying about it, or just really putting a lot of effort into it if it's not something that is going to matter at the end of my life. I wanted to just say something that I wished that Jamie and Lisa had talked about was just about how God created time and that time is a gift. I think that so often we can kind of get stuck in this whole like, you know, oh man, I've got so much to do and, and you know, I'll never get caught up and time management is hard and life is hard. But I just want to remind everyone listening that time is a gift. God created it. And here's the thing. He is not going to give you more to do than he's going to give you the grace for. Now, I didn't say God's not going to give you more than you can handle because I can attest to the fact um, the last few years, we have brought in four babies, two that I birthed and two that we fostered, one that we ended up adopting. And um, both of those that we fostered, they had um, some medical complexities. The um, sweet little boy, David, that we adopted, he has Down syndrome and a cleft lip and palate and a feeding tube. And we've spent a lot of time in doctor's offices and with specialists. He's had surgeries. We have four therapies a week. And it's just taken my dependence upon God to a whole new level. And if I had looked forward three years ago and could see where my life would be, that I would have three under three and three teenagers, and that one of my children, our sweet little David, was going to have all of these medical complexities and special needs, and that it was going to be a big part of my life, I probably would have said, there's no way. God doesn't give you more than you can handle but he gives you grace for what he's called you to. So I just want to encourage anyone who is listening right now who is feeling overwhelmed, feeling like I just have way too much on my plate. First off, step back and ask, am I wrapping my time and my life and my energy around those things that are truly going to matter at the end of my life? If not, like Jamie and Lisa talked about, it's okay to say no. You don't have to say no for forever, although maybe that's what God is calling you to. But it's okay to say no for a season and to know that maybe in the future you're going to be able to pick that back up again. But also I want to challenge you to really live your life from a posture of prayer, from a posture of dependence, from a posture of understanding that all you have and all you are is God's. He has created you. He has given you each day and he is going to give you the energy and the strength and the wisdom to do what he's called you to do, if you but ask him. Allie Worthington talks about how we are supercharged with superpowers. Technically, we're superhumans because we have God's spirit in us. But so often, we try to white knuckle our way through and just micromanage our life on our own, and we end up stressed and exhausted and overwhelmed. So if you're listening to me today, and you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed. Where in your life do you need to release that desire to micromanage it and take care of it all yourself to fix and solve? Where do you need to just release that and rely upon God to ask him for the grace and the strength and the energy to do what he has called you to do? I 
have this practice of starting my day from a posture of prayer, of praying over all of the details of my day. And some days I wake up and I didn't get a lot of sleep that night because I was up with babies and toddlers and there's a lot on my plate with working full time and having six kids. And I will just have to go to Jesus and be like, I can't do this on my own. Would you please multiply the time that you have given me? Would you multiply my energy and give me the grace to do what you have called me to do? Because I know that you are faithful. And then I get to go throughout my day expectant, anticipating of how God is going to show up and show himself faithful. And I'm here to tell you, he always, always does. So in those moments when you feel like, I don't have what it takes, there's too much on my plate, send up a flare prayer. Ask God to give you what you need to do what he's called you to today. And then just focus on the next right thing and do that well. Finally, I just love how Lisa and Jamie talked about raising independent kids. I was blessed to be raised by parents who saw the value in teaching their kids to work hard. And it is something that has impacted me for the rest of my life. My mom taught us to do our laundry and to do the cooking. And I even did the grocery shopping and the menu planning. And we worked hard outside. We had a lot of land. And I just can tell you that that was such a gift. And so I just want to encourage you, you are not hurting your kids to encourage them, to ask them, to require of them to take care of a lot of things themselves. Now work with them in the beginning, teach them. It takes a lot of work and effort, but it will pay off. And eventually you are going to work yourself out of a job. Launch is a production of Ivy Media Podcasts. Executive producer, Jamie Ivy. Produced and edited by Angie Elkins. Editing assistance from Lindsay Barnett and Roger Abounza. Show notes by Nikki Ogden. Art by Noel Rhodes and Maddie Byers. Original music by Matt Graham. Hosted by Lisa Whittle and myself, Jamie Ivey. Thanks for listening to Launch with Jamie Ivey and Lisa Whittle, Season 2. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New Miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to Miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers.